Welcome to Food Friends. I'm Carrie. And I'm Sonia. We met in Los Angeles over 15 years ago as private chefs and haven't stopped talking about food since. We created Food Friends to share our stories and recipes with each other and you. We're so glad you're here. Are you thinking about what gifts to give the Food Friends in your life? Not surprisingly, some of the best gifts we've ever given and received were from each other. In this fun conversation that's full of great gift ideas, we share the many categories of gifts that we like to give our food friends, from the homemade items we make from our own kitchens to local delicacies we can pick up and share with our nearest and dearest, plus the items we like to ship to the folks who live further away. We've included some surprising ideas that you might not have considered, so keep listening to hear about our favorite food gifts. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Carrie. We've been talking about this for a long time, and it's finally really the season to dig in. I've been itching to record this episode with you since we started our podcast because I love food gifts, and some of the best food gifts I've ever received were from you. Wait, stop. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. All we have to do for this episode is for me to recount the gifts you've given me, and then that's the whole episode. And all the (laughs) gifts that you've given me, obviously. You know, because we have shared on this podcast some of the gifts that we give people, and people know we love to give soup, and we love to give prepared foods. But I also think it's like an opportunity for us to talk about some of the things that we buy from other people who are talented, amazing experts at their crafts that we love to share, because I know you and I both get so excited to share certain things. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think the place I'm starting from, because you're obviously one of my very favorite people to eat and share food with, but I I eat and share food with other people too. No, stop. No, you don't. (laughs) What a a revelation. (laughs) Heartbroken. No, of course. Yeah, we share food with a lot of people. And so I think about some of the lovely people in my life that go places and eat something and then they bring it back and what they want to share it with me. And they say, like, oh, I ate this thing on vacation or I ate this thing when I was at my parents' house and I brought it back to share it with you. And so I feel like that's kind of a good place to start. That's sort of where my mind went too is like first I was thinking like what are the things people wanted to share with me? And often the way people share things is you get something in the mail. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. What gifts have people shipped to me or like brought back with them from a place that they've been to? So the first one that comes to mind is I have a friend, Amelia, and she once went to New York. And she shipped granola back from Brooklyn to me. I don't know if it was a cafe, but these people ship granola all over the country now. And when she sent it to me, it was with a note that said, this reminds me of a salty oatmeal cookie. Mm. And it is some of the best granola I've ever had in my life. And now I ship it to myself. And (laughs) I brought some to you, I think. Yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So you know, one thing I wanted to bring up is that when you're giving a food gift, it really helps more than ever to know your audience. And sometimes I give food gifts to people I hardly know. And sometimes I give food gifts to you, someone I know really well. I know your likes. I know your dislikes. I also know the things I think you might be excited by that you've never had before because I got excited by them. But if I don't know someone well, I also think you can still give them a food gift. You could also, you know, make sure they don't have allergies. But there are a couple like neutral things that I think you can give almost anyone and almost very few people have allergies to this. And my go-to, and I've mentioned it before, is 
really good olive oil. And so sometimes when I'm thinking about a food gift, I'm thinking what your friend Amelia did. This thing is so outrageously good. How can I share it with my really good friend? But sometimes where my head goes to also is what can I give someone that I don't think they would buy for themselves and I think they would really enjoy. And also that is kind of safe to give to someone that I don't know that well. And good olive oil or even good vinegars that hit all those marks. And I personally, my go-to place for gifting is this company called Seca Hills, and we'll link them in our show notes. But they're an indigenous olive farm in Northern California, and they make the most incredible olive oil. There's a really wide range of products, and a lot of them are super affordable too, which I love for gifting to like maybe someone you don't know that well, or depending on your budget. Every time I've ever received olive oil, like I had a friend come and stay with me in the wintertime last year, and she brought a jug of really beautiful Greek olive oil. It was so special. And every salad I made with you thought of, of how, her. I thought of her. You thought of her. Yeah. And you thought of your the time that you spent with her. Yeah. I mean, I think olive oil might be the number one gift. To your point, I think it's a neutral gift. I just used this olive oil this morning. I received a version of that from some friends of mine that went on a little road trip to the central coast of California. And they went to a farm called, I think it's called like Olive and Lavender. I can link it. And they met the owner and they bought all these olive oils and they sent two or three bottles. And so I was even just using one of them this morning. Yeah. Let me think of them, you know? Right. And if yeah. you wanted to personalize a gift like that even more, you could add a little of your a favorite recipe, like for an olive oil cake yeah. or for like a really good dressing. I just think those little touches, not that I always do them. I think when I do, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the thing that makes a gift. I'm really thinking about how you're going to use this thing I'm giving you. I really love that. I am going to take another one that I think is a good neutral gift and it's actually something that I received from you, which is coffee. Yes. Really good coffee beans. And last year for Christmas, you sent me your friend Francis's coffee beans and then I got to meet him in person when I came to visit you. And I think I, I shared this with you too. We have daily coffee, like our Monday through Friday coffee that James and I just throw through the machine and turn on at 5.30 when we wake up in the morning. But on Saturdays and Sundays, we make a French press. So when we received those beans from you, we would grind them fresh and then do a French press and actually sit down and enjoy that cup of coffee and think about you and Jonathan. And see, that's I thank you for bringing up the coffee because that was high on my list of food gifts I like to ship because it ships really well. And when I'm thinking about food gifts now, when a younger version of myself might just pick something that was good, like I've given Stumptown coffee mixes to people and that's excellent. It's very good coffee and I love sending it to people. But the thing about a food gift that I extra special like is if I know the person who made the food. So the thing about Francis, he has a company with his wife, Maya. They own a company called Exilier Coffee here in Oregon and they roast beans that they direct import from Kenya and Francis is from Kenya and he has a direct relationship with the farmers there. There's over 150 women farmers who grow these beans. He's literally been involved with the beans from seedling to cup. And when I buy beans from him, which I buy at the holidays because I give so many people his coffee around this time of year, because one, I think they'll enjoy it. And two, it lets me also support Francis, someone I just love his product. So it's kind of a double win. It's a huge 
huge double win. I will also add a couple of years ago, we received a subscription for a coffee, like a coffee subscription called Trade. I think it's called Trade Coffee. And what I liked about it was that every month they would send you, you were getting like a different flavor of coffee, a different, from a different small producer. And it was kind of nice to note, like I personally prefer like more of a medium roast and my husband really likes like a more dark roast or like a very robust roast. And so that kind of helped me even learn more about coffee. I love these subscription options. There's so many cool ones now. There's ones for cheese. (laughs) I had a friend, we would, we love crackers so much that we were like, we should start our own cracker of the month club. There probably is a cracker subscription out there somewhere or sour, you know, here in Portland, there's something called starter bread and you, it's a subscription bread. Uh, CSA. And so that would be an amazing gift to give someone who you know, if you know your audience and you know they love bread, but that's not a shipping one. I have a shipping one that might surprise you. I don't know if you're going to agree about whether it's a good gift. I think you will. I really kind of love a Jewish deli gift basket. You mean like a Zabar's basket? Oh my God. Big fan. We agree. I'm a big fan fan. of the Zabar's gift basket. I have received many in my life and I have given many in my life. And I really think, even though it's kind of less personal than some of the stuff we're talking about, it's a bigger company and all that. It's just so much fun. It's so fun. Years ago when my husband was working as an assistant for like three years, we got a giant Zabar's basket. And when it would come, I would squeal. And (laughs) it was just like this giant box and there was babka and French bread and cheese and mustard and olive oil and balsamic and all this cool stuff that we certainly could not afford to buy any of that stuff in that moment. It's so fun. They do it so well. They're experts. They've been around forever. In fact, because I've ordered enough, I get the catalog every year. Jonathan has a picture of me sitting and reading the catalog. I love that there's a range of options depending on your price point. Some of my favorite ones from the catalog to give and because there's a lot of options. Sabres has hundreds hundreds of baskets to choose from. I think it's called something like the breakfast special or the classic Zabar's breakfast, something like that. But you get, you give people a bag of beans, a cup, a babka and rugelach, I think. Yeah, that one, that babka right? is so incredible. The babka is great. The yeah. coffee is actually really good. Yeah. The mug is cute. It comes in a little wooden crate you keep forever and ever or you don't yeah. if you're not a hoarder like me. I do think if you like a little more of a splurge, they have a couple really good baskets that you can ship overnight that have bagels and locks and cream cheese or they have one with deli meat. And Russ and Daughters also does. Yes. So I'm glad that you brought up the bagels and lox and cream cheese because we have received the Russ and Daughters basket a couple of times. But the first time we received it, it was when Mac was born. And this box arrived, you know, we had this newborn baby and I was like, oh my God, a bagel and cream cheese. Like I don't have to leave my house. This is the best gift ever. I always think if you had a baby, what would make one thing? You're You're starving. starving. And, and people bring a lot of dinners, but they don't always think about breakfast or lunch. And so if you can send them something that includes breakfast or lunch, it takes one more meal off their plate. Bagels freeze like a dream. Yes. So if you send a dozen bagels and there's only two people, like we only had two adults at our house, we ate two bagels each that day and then we froze the rest and we ate them for many more meals. Yeah. I also received that a Russ and Daughters, a giant Russ and Daughters basket for um, a birthday one year with lox and cream cheese and bagels and babka. I froze like half of it, froze 
beautifully. And then I had my family over and suddenly I had a whole brunch for everyone and it was just already done. It's a dream. I want to add one more thing I love to ship as a gift that's pre-made that's not like as personal. I don't know if they still do it, but I love to send people soups since I can't always make the soup and deliver it myself. So I've in the past wanted to give people soup. So there's places I've gone to for this I want to know where these places are. I'm so curious. I don't know for sure if they still do it, but if they do, I will link it. But Veselka, which is a Ukrainian restaurant in New York. Oh, which, I've been there. Yeah, yeah it's an incredible it's restaurant incredible. in New York. Yeah. It's incredible. So I would send people borscht. They also had dumplings that were frozen, but you could send chicken soup. They had like, I think mushroom barley. They have a range of really delicious soup. Yeah. The other place that does that's great is a deli called Kenny and Ziggy's out of Texas. And they'll, they'll send soups. And I love that. We'll link all of these. But I think especially it's nicer on the holidays because it's winter season and soup is always nice. But for other times of year too, like if you know someone has just had a baby or also maybe had a loss or someone who's under the weather and you really wish you could be there, there are ways to get them soup. And you and I both agree soup is the best gift you can give. Soup is the best gift that you can give. But I do have a couple of other pre-made gift pitches for you because – so. We had some friends that lived here in Los Angeles that we spent a lot of time with and that we ate a lot of meals with. And after the, like sort of during the pandemic, they actually moved back to Texas. And one of the things that they loved and that they brought to us, which is something that comes out of Portland, which is salt and straw ice cream. And I didn't know about salt and straw until they kind of introduced it to us. And that was something that we ate a lot of together in the pandemic. And so after they moved back to Texas, I shipped them salt and straw ice cream. And I have done that multiple times. Like sometimes I send that to my mom and dad when it's my dad's birthday or my sister's birthday or something like that. And receiving a box of very fancy ice cream in the mail is a really nice gift. Well, that is just so special because <laughs> ice cream is something you never think of as shippable. Yeah, but and it I've, is. But it is. And I remember you once telling me about that. I'm so glad you reminded me. I totally forgot that you could ship salt and straw. I also think you can ship Jenny's ice cream, which is another great artisanal brand. Yes. So here's another sort of random thing that you can ship that you wouldn't think that you can ship. But there is a place called Cajun Grocer that I've known about for a long time. And you can ship all kinds of products from Louisiana. So I'm not someone that would make a crawfish boil. That's something I leave to other people. But like you can ship fresh crawfish. You can ship shrimp. I've shipped myself Louisiana andouille sausage before. But one of the things that they also have there, which is something I know that you and I share a love of, are those Zaps potato chips. Carrie, this is on my list. Oh my God. (laughs) Because you can't get those everywhere. I didn't think that you could get them in Los Angeles. And then they had them at a sandwich shop that you took me to. Was it Dominic's? Yeah, it was Little Dom's. Little, yeah, Little Dom's has the zaps. In particular, I like the voodoo. The those voodoo are the best the, the Those voodoo are the best on the planet. On the planet. On the, the voodoo. Planet. I used to carry them at my deli. I carried oh a bunch of zaps chips. Did I don't you ship told them in? You have get them from your specialty food supplier. Okay. But yeah, okay. you can. And there are a few places in town that sell zaps. And I make note of it because they're my favorite trips. And they only usually carry voodoo because it's the best one. It's the best but one. Before we get into this category, Category, that was going to be one of my suggestions for things you bring when you're like going to someone's house as a guest. Yeah. So it started with our friend Nancy and Joey. And usually around the holidays, we go down and Nancy and I both have such a love for potato chips that it became sort of tradition that I would go hunt out the weirdest, craziest potato chips and bring them.
them with me every time. That's so funny. like going to the Asian market's a great idea because yeah. they have flavors you usually can't get at the regular grocery store. But even at a regular grocery store, I might try to find a wacky flavor or something yeah. that looks good or zaps. <laughs> when we've been to their house, they received a really good shipped food gift. Their daughter every year sends them smoked turkey from Texas. Like Wait, a whole smoked, whole smoked turkey. turkey. Yes. Really? Uh, smoked turkey is a very different thing than a regular baked yeah. turkey. And what's great about a smoked turkey that you can freeze it really easily. But if you take like a smoked turkey leg or even the bones and you cook a bunch of greens. Yeah. Then it's so smoky and yummy. Yeah. Of course, you can just eat it like regular turkey. To add to your smoked turkey, which is I'm sure that you've heard of this idea of a turducken. Yeah. Of like course, a, chicken stuffed inside a duck, stuffed inside a turkey. A turkey. It's three birds in one. It's honestly a little gross to me. I went to a place when I was in Louisiana oh that God. has those, and you can ship those to you too if you want to. So I don't um, know, Carrie. I don't know if I can. Have you had it? I've actually never had it myself. That it wasn't just, something I was drawn to. But when you when you mentioned getting a smoked turkey from Texas, I think it's called the Best Stab. You can ship those items, and you can also ship their smoked sausages and all these like specialty meats, but that is also one of their specialty meats. So what we really establish is there's a whole world of yes. things you could ship to people. Yes. The win here is know your audience. And also there's things from very personal to less personal. There's so right. many, you know, I feel like we could both go on and on because we have so many products we love. Yes. I'd also like to hear a little bit about what kind of gifts you're giving, especially around the holidays where you might be taking a road trip or like I mentioned, like we go visit our friends, Nancy and Joey, they live a couple hours away or I might go visit my nieces up in Seattle. What are the kinds of things you're packing into your car to bring to people? Well, we have some friends that live here in Los Angeles, but they live 45 minutes away from us. So when we pack up and go to their house for the weekend, one of the things that I always bring is a lot of fruit from the farmer's market because they yeah. love fruit and they love going to farmer's markets, but it's just not something that's like in their routine. And so they always appreciate it when I show up at their house and I'm like, you have to taste this plum. It's really sweet. And then you have to taste this apple because it's super crunchy. And it, and so that's one of the things that I always do is I select a bunch of really great fruit and then some cool vegetables too and take them to them. I love the gift of produce actually, yeah. especially when we lived in California, getting a whole thing of citrus and yes. bringing like a bunch of citrus to someone because it lasts so long and it's so delicious. And most people love lemons, oranges, clementines, those kinds of things. Speaking of clementines, I had a client years ago. They received a box of Kishu mandarins, K-I-S-H-U. And the Kishus are like the tiniest. They're even smaller than the cutie clementines that you see at the grocery store. And they have this friend who knew this farm. And they're like, when there's five boxes of Kishu mandarins, ship them to these people. It's like sometimes those Kishu mandarins would come at the end of November. Sometimes they would come the middle of December. Sometimes they wouldn't come until January, depending on when the harvest was. And we would stick them in their daughter's lunches. But then she would send me home with like a giant bag of them that James and I would eat too. And it was kind of this gift that if you think about what you said about Francis, you know, that you know him, you know his wife, you know their relationship with the farmers. It's kind of like a double gift. The same is kind of true for this woman. Her friend knows the farmer. They support the farm. Give all those Kishu mandarins to your friends and to your neighbors. And it just creates so much connection and conversation about something that's delicious. I love 
love that. I really love getting and receiving produce as a gift. Yes. And I really love giving it as a gift as well. And especially from someone I know or from our own garden or from someone else's garden. I'm thinking too, when I take a trip, a road trip, either up to Seattle or a little down south to our friends, I often am packing up gifts that I wouldn't send in the mail, but that still last a couple days. So there's a category of get food gifts for me that fall into this. I'm thinking about cookies that might not ship as well, but yes. would be really good within two days of eating and making them. Obviously, we've talked about my chocolate chip cookies, so that's at the forefront. I really love giving rugelach, homemade rugelach. Yes. I actually have a recipe in my book because they last five days. And actually, those you could even ship in the mail. They stay good for a long time. Yeah. So of the cookies, but I also love banana bread or persimmon bread or a pumpkin bread, some, a babka. All of those hold up so well for days. And it's something you made. It's always nice to bring something you made. Yes. Especially if you're if you're staying with family, really close family or really close friends that are like family. And then there, I sometimes bring a loaf of bread from my favorite baker in town, or I'll bring a loaf of bread that I made, like a challah. But often I just buy it because that's not a thing I would ever ship because bread you really want to eat within a few days, especially yeah. good bread. And then with that little package of stuff I'm bringing up, you know, I've already talked to you. I like to get a collection of potato chips. I think people love having <laughs> snacky things. If I'm coming to someone's house to stay for a bit, they're usually thinking about the main meals. So sometimes the food gifts I want to bring are the snacks. Maybe we're going to have a cocktail hour. So I like to bring things for that purpose, a selection of cheeses or charcuterie, some good crackers. Some, or some olives. So I would say some olives, right. some dried fruit. So those are kind of like when I'm thinking about a whole package of gifts, basically the elements of a board and something yeah. baked before I go somewhere, like before I go on a road trip or before I'm going to stay at someone's house. I like to go to a specialty food store. Yeah. There's a couple in Portland I can link, but like Well Spent Market comes to mind or even I go to H Mart or there's a place called Barber World Foods. You took me to a place and I'm not going to remember the name of it, but it was a specialty food. It was a cafe and specialty food market. You and I went there to eat lunch. That's called Provador. It's yeah. another local specialty food market and they have really interesting things inside that are perfect for gifts. They have so many cool ideas, even a really cool kind of pasta. But one of the things that I bought there actually was tinned fish. And I myself, I will just admit, I'm not like a big tinned fish person. It's like <laughs> not my thing really. And I know that my friend Maylin loves tinned fish. And so I bought a couple and brought it back for her because- I think you brought a fish wife, which is an Oregon- uh a tin fish company run yeah. by an incredible woman that that makes such a beautiful gift because the box is so beautiful right yes. and when we when I just mentioned the pasta too like one of the favorite one of my favorite places to buy specialty food gifts in LA is a market called Monsieur Marcel it's just, one of the best it's specialty so markets I love Monsieur yeah. Marcel that's where I also get all of the heirloom beans I knew like, you were going to say yeah, that they have rancho. great heirloom beans there they have a great Rancho Gordo just Play, like almost every different variety of Rancho Gordon Gordo beans exists, but they import tons and tons of really cool pasta from Italy. And I personally don't usually spend like ten or twelve dollars on a pound of pasta. You know, I'm fine with like a Barilla or something like that from the grocery store. But when you are going to give a gift, this is such a fun place to explore a pasta that's different colors or different shapes. A few years ago, we were having a memorial for my aunt, who was a very big cook in our family, and we were honored 
honoring her. And at the lunch, we gave away all these bags of this fancy pasta because that's like the kind of person that she was. She would go to that market, buy all this stuff, and then she would just give it out to everyone because that she was such a generous person that way, you know? That's so beautiful. And again, it's not something typically we buy for ourselves. Yeah. So Carrie, I'm really getting inspired about what I want to give people, but I also want to talk about something you gave me that I think of as one of the best food gifts <laughs> of all time. And I think that this food gift goes into the category of equipment food gifts. And I think that they're fair yeah. game. The thing, the tools we use in the kitchen can also be a food gift. So you once gave me the most beautiful cutting board. It's such a gorgeous cutting board. Tell, tell me again where it was from. That one, I believe, was from Albuquerque. Yeah. I mean, I am a real sucker for a wooden cutting board or a wooden bowl, like a handmade wooden bowl. The amount of times I've taken bowls like that in my you know, suitcase or cutting boards in my suitcase. But yeah, there were two places I bought cutting boards. One was in Vancouver from this farm, and then the other one was when I was living in Albuquerque. And I, I have that same board that you have too, which is just so stunning. It's the kind of board that you can use as a tray. It's a natural shape of wood. It's a natural piece yeah. of wood. I love a cutting board as a gift. And then the other food gift that I recently discovered that I like to give, I actually gave to you recently, which is I really love the fancy sheet pans, the colorful sheet pans from Great Jones. They're life-changing. I have to say, the sheet pans are also something that I have given many, many times over. To me, it's a thoughtful gift. The, first of all, the Great Jones baking pans that you gave me are some of the most beautiful shades of color I've ever seen. The one that I have is like a raspberry color. It maybe even is named raspberry, but it's just yeah. like this gorgeous shade of purpley red. And then the other one is this shocking blue that's so gorgeous. And I would never buy this for myself ever. If you're buying something from a ho for a real home cook, for someone you know loves to cook, I mean, yeah. if you're giving someone like that a gift, no one has enough sheet pans. No, no one person has ever had enough. It's true. That's something I've given many times over, especially to my friends who really will engage me about how to cook this or how to cook that. Like I have my friend John is constantly asking me questions about how to cook this or how to cook that. And I will go to the restaurant supply store and and you and I know they're very, what, five or six bucks, seven bucks at the most for like an industrial grade sheet pan, right? That lasts forever. I've had mine for 20 years. And to give that to someone is an intention and also an invitation, an intention for them to cook and an invitation for us to continue our conversation about what are you cooking and how are you doing it and how can I learn from you and how can you learn from me? People are intimidated to go to the restaurant supply store and I'm not. So then even if I'm there, I just like pick up a couple extras just in case I go to someone's house that I want to offer them a sheet pan, you know? You're so <laughs> thoughtful. I love that you do that. I do that sometimes with fish spatulas. I don't even make a big deal of giving them to people. I don't, wouldn't send it necessarily as like a holiday gift, but I often give a friend a fish spatula because I just think it's a tool people don't understand how useful it is. Oh my gosh. I don't have a fish spatula. You don't have a fish spatula? No. I'm sending you one. Oh my gosh. I can't live without my fish spatula. I could never really? flip a latka with a regular spatula. Okay. So I have another one in the category of like what people don't have at home, but is really useful to have. And it was first given to me and now I've given them a couple of times, which is really nice steak knives. And oh my 
gosh, I need steak knives, yeah. Carrie. Really? That's such, I oh, really I'm so do. Happy to know this. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. No, no, I didn't even mean it like that. I realize it now sounds like that. No, but... no. I love. By the way, I love knowing that I can give you something useful. You can send me a fish spatula, <laughs> and I will send you fancy steak knives. Years ago, when James and I had just moved in together, maybe a, we had lived together for a year, and James's brother also had to live with us because we couldn't afford our apartment. And one night, I made steak, but I realized because we also weren't married. We hadn't even had like a wedding registry or anything like that, that I made this meat for everyone. And then we didn't have anything to cut it with. My brother-in-law's girlfriend, who is now his wife, came to this dinner. It was the four of us sitting at our table trying to like saw through this meat. <laughs> which we couldn't saw through. And then she gave me this nice set. It was just like a nice set of steak knives. They weren't like the fanciest that you've ever had, but it was such an upgrade from what didn't even exist in my kitchen. And since then I have given that gift and it, every time I do it, I think of her and I think of how lovely it was for her to recognize we had invited her for dinner and then I didn't even give her proper you know, utensils to work with. I think it's something that people overlook. I think it's such an overlooked thing. I don't know how I don't have steak knives, but I don't and I realized it and I meant to go get some and then I didn't. And so I it's just love this. You're going to buy for yourself. It you're not isn't. Gonna and you can find like less expensive steak knives that are fine, but it's also not a thing you normally think of because it doesn't right. come in any cutlery kit with the regular stuff. It's something you have to buy separately. Yeah, I think soup spoons could be another thing in this Ooh. category. I love soup spoons. I actually prefer them. I love have we ever talked about this? No, but I love a soup spoon. I actually I don't own any of those either. Okay. Well, now I know what you're getting. But uh, the one thing about knives though, there's some weird superstition. I don't know if it's a Soviet you superstition. Have them. You have to pay for them. Yeah. yeah. You have to give I, a person yeah. back a penny, a penny or a coin. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to make sure that you are paying for your knives, even if it's a penny, you know, because yes. I've done this before. You offered the cutting board and then now we're talking about a knife. I have often gifted to college graduates a really good knife and a really good cutting board because that's a Smart. great place for someone to start when they're getting like their first apartment. I sh shipped a knife to my one of my friends in New York and I was like, you owe me a penny. Like Exactly. You have to, you have to, there's some yeah. exchange. You don't just give knives. I know it's a it's funny superstition. Luck. Who knows where it originated? I'm sure we could do some research and find out. We have, I obviously we could keep talking about this yes. for hours and hours and hours. I know that we could. I know we didn't even get through half our own list. No, I have so many more to talk to you about. <laughs> so we'll definitely have to have a part two at some point. I'm really inspired to give away a lot of these things. Yeah, I think I'm going to be gifting some of those really beautiful sheet pans. It's such a great idea because you can use them as a tray and you can cook on them. I mean, they're, they're really so gorgeous. Yeah, this is just all really, it, it really puts me in the in the mood to give. And receive, right? And receive. All right, well, until next time. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks for being our food friend. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with friends. We love hearing from you, so follow us on Instagram or drop us a line at foodfriendspodcast.com. Yes, we'd love to hear from you and your food friends. Happy cooking and eating. Oh, oh.